1: Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, boy oh boy, here with the GM, Saul Bookman, on a historic day, a celebratory day, if you will. Mr. Saul Bookman, Russell Wilson, up out of the NFC West, good riddance. Goodbye. How are you feeling?
0: Um, I think we have actually we we have a, a cartoon brought to you by the one, the only Josh Hunt Star uh, that will depict how I feel about this. But in a okay. second, we'll play that. I am feeling very, very good about what just happened today. Listen, the Cardinals now have the best quarterback in in the NFC West. Wow! It's, it's undeniable. Wow! Undeniable. And it's a, it's a, it's a good moment. It's a good moment.
1: We are a Matthew Stafford back injury at a Trey Lance bust away from the next dynasty here in the NFC West, the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, uh, Russell Wilson is gone. The The best quarterback in the history of the Seahawks franchise was traded. And I, I don't want to be overdramatic here, Saul for the worst package I have ever seen in recent memory um, it, it is, we're going to break it down here in a second, <laughs>
0: said, what I don't Seahawks, want to be overly dramatic and then end up what the Seahawks
1: <laughs> received for Russell Wilson is atrocious for their fan base. I would be embarrassed. You are now dead and buried Seattle. You are back to a poverty franchise. Pre Matt Hasselback, pre Sean Alexander, now pre Russell Wilson. We will dance on your grave today. As you go into irrelevance, say goodbye to national TV. Say goodbye to Sunday Night Football. It seemed like, good hell, every other Sunday was the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. That's dead and buried. Say hello to Drew Locke. Good God, this franchise has had it coming for so long. It is now official. The Legion of Boom era, the Russell Wilson era, ends in catastrophic fashion. Some may say it it has been dead and buried since Colt McCoy went up to Seattle and beat Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, and the Seahawks missed the game. I missed the playoffs by one or two games. And you know, there were a lot of Seahawks fans saw after that Week 18 disastrous performance by the Arizona Cardinals at home. Let's call it what, they, what it was: that the Seahawks were going to retool. They were going to come back next year. They were going to be back in the NFC West. They missed Russ for a couple games. That wasn't going to happen. Russell Wilson's telling people in January, "I'm going to win more championships for the Seahawks." No, you will not. You are in Denver now. And the Seahawks are in shambles, complete utter shambles.
0: <laughs> I love the fact that you said dancing on their grave. Uh, listen, we are grave dancers. We have tonight. known, we have known, outside of the last ten years, that Seahawks fans are frauds. They're yes. absolute frauds because yes. I have never. I listen. The Seahawks came to play the Arizona Cardinals in nineteen ninety eight, and I had season tickets in the South End Zone. And I can count on one hand how many Seahawks fans I saw at that time. There was one, one in the entire South end zone. One. It. And all of a sudden now there's hundreds and thousands of Seahawks fans. They're a bunch of frauds. Their fans are frauds. Their organization has always been a fraud. They yeah. got lucky with Russell Wilson, he took them to a Super Bowl. Good for him but they're frauds. And there was literally a guy on Twitter that says, I'm, I'm unfollowing this team until they get a quarterback. I'm like, that's exactly what we're talking about. Frauds. Yeah.
1: Love that guy. Come over onto this fan base. We have an undersized QB. You might've heard of Kyler Murray, who by the way is not being traded, who by the way is still under contract for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Leah, if I could, can we see the Adam Schefter tweet, the package in return that I teased. Here it is. And I want to say this in, in full transparency, even if I was not a staunch Arizona Cardinal fan, supporter, did not host this podcast, objectively speaking, I don't know, Saul Bookman, how you can look at this package for a franchise Hall of Fame quarterback when now we've seen the likes of Drew Brees, Tom Brady, guys play into their 40s who is 33 years old and you get back the following, Drew Locke who is a complete and utter disaster that the Denver Broncos could not have moved off fast enough, who, by the way, is on a one-year contract. Noah Fant, nice player, also in a one-year deal. But good hell, poor Noah Fant goes from Denver to Seattle and still has to play with Drew Locke. Shelby Harris, who's a nice player, but Shelby Harris isn't 23. He's 30 years old. Those are your three picks. Those are your three players you get back. Everything I was hearing on Twitter was, well, they're getting players back. They're getting – play. all those players I could see not being on the team in two to three years. Like, I think well, there's a better than good chance.
0: Listen, it's it's not the greatest uh, haul. I, I will I will say that <laughs> because those first-round picks are probably going to be late first-round picks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, same thing with the second-round picks and the fifth-round pick. Like, yep. it, that's just how it's going to be. Um, you got – I mean, you got players – <laughs> no. No. What? Like Noah Fant is a good player. He's a good player. Noah Fant's a good player. Um but uh yeah, Drew Lock. Listen. There were guys I'm not going to name names, but there are guys that are associated with our company that were all in on Drew Lock from day 1. And I just want to say ha Ah. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> How did you get that so wrong? <laughs> Drew Lock is awful. Drew Lock is a Walmart freaking uh what what's a good one? Uh Brock Osweiler? Uh, no, yeah. No, not even like that. that. He's okay. a he's a he's a Walmart uh no, I mean I can't even do it. Josh him. Allen? Yeah, no what? No, not even close. He's a okay.
1: The picks, let's talk about the picks. So they have pick nine this year. Uh, congratulations. You get uh, a top 10 pick in a historically awful quarterback class. Kudos to you. Uh, and then they've got, I think, two twos now in the 40s. The Seahawks have been one of the worst drafting organizations dating back to 2015. That was their last competent draft. Um, they, they have been even worse, if you can believe it, than Steve Kime. They've drafted two Pro Bowl players in the last uh, four or five years. And one of those players was a punter. Uh, this is not a team that's not that's going to retool off of this. This is a team that's going to slip further and further into irrelevance. They've got a seven-year-old head coach with a defensive mindset that wants to run the football. This is not 2022 NFL where you can run it back with defense and Marshawn Lynch isn't walking through that door. You, you hit the jackpot with Russell Wilson. You reap the benefits of Russell Wilson, especially early on in, in his career. Then the roster started to deteriorate. You made countless bad decisions. And now Russell Wilson said, I'm fed up. I'm not going to stick around here with this organization that clearly is a sinking ship. And and kudos that he got to basically pick his location because, saw so you and I were talking off air. The, the Washington football team, the Commanders, Offered Seattle more. They are I think, three first plus some players. And Russ, to his credit, said, I'm not going. I'm not playing for that poverty. There's
0: grand, no guys. way Russell was going to sign off on that trade. Absolutely yeah. no. You think the Seahawks are about to hit purgatory? Freaking <laughs> the, the the Commanders <laughs> are the definition of a place you never ever want to get stuck in because never. they're always always between five and eleven or five mm-hmm. and twelve now, and yeah. nine and nine and eight. Like that's what they are. They're just a they're a historically bad franchise ever since they won the Super Bowl in '92. That's it. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to go. Plus, who the f wants to live in Washington, DC? No way. Hey, oh my kudos, God. One of the worst cities in America. Kudos
1: to the Seahawks franchise, John Snyder, who they they at least gave Russell Wilson a, a prominent landing spot. Like Russell and Aaron Rodgers, they both wanted to play in Denver. Russell got his wish, right? So now you look at Seattle in the landscape of the NFC West. They are done. They are in a complete rebuild mode. Uh, We got folks in the chat saying, what about Tyler Lockett? We were talking off air. What about DK Metcalf? I think everything's on the table, not for the Cardinals, but I think blow it up.
0: I think those guys, there might be a legit possibility they get traded. Yeah. um, At least Tyler Lockett, because he's got a higher cap number than DK Metcalf. However, Don't ever, ever, ever get your hopes up that somehow, some way, those guys will end up being in a Cardinal uniform, via trade from the Seahawks. That's not going to happen.
1: Bruce Nolan on Twitter at Bruce Exclusive, I think, puts it best. Good on Seattle for recouping those two ones they gave the Jets for Jamal Adams by trading their franchise quarterback. I don't think I can put it better in any other words. You got the same package, basically. Plus a couple scraps: Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, Noah Fant. Those are in the grand scheme of things. Those are scraps. You didn't get Patrick Sertain or Jerry Judy or Javante Williams or a stud offensive tack, uh, offensive lineman. You got scraps and you got your two first round picks back that you, got, you gave got. away for a box safety.
0: It's you got, deal. got, you got, got. That's yeah. exactly how it went down. And this is the mood of Cardinals fans right now. We we teased it a little bit earlier. Uh, you know we, we're sitting here. I got that. The Josh Hunt actually created this, so shout out to him. But this is how I feel like we all feel right now.
1: Well, what can I say? It's been great knowing you, SpongeBob. Bob.
0: Good luck somewhere else. I'm gonna miss you. Bo ho. Bo ho. Bo ho bo.
1: Incredible. <laughs> Simply incredible. Thank you, Josh. Friend of the program, friend of the channel. Uh That's too good not to show. Josh is in the comments. All the love, brother. Um, It's a celebration. It's a celebratory day because, Saul, I told you off air, I did not believe this was ever going to happen. I did not believe that franchise was dumb enough in our Lord and Savior's year of 2022 in the (laughs) NFC West to trade away a top five quarterback when other teams, a third of the league, we were just at the combine, a third of a league has no answer, and the Seahawks, have a top five to seven quarterback. Whatever you feel about Russ, if he's getting older, he's expensive. He is elite. We saw at the end of last year when his finger was healthy. He's elite. And they just said, goodbye, goodbye.
0: Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe the Seahawks are playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers because they find themselves in the Malik Willis sweepstakes. Oh and maybe they're believers. Maybe they saw everything they needed to see at the combine. And said, You know what? Let's trade it away. Let's do it.
1: I hope their response is trading – and I like Malik, uh, but a quarterback from Liberty in the NFC West in year one, that's not the – I don't think that's the answer. They, they also have the infrastructure. This is not 2012 when you have a historic defense and a running game in Marshawn Lynch. Now, what I have seen, Saul, I'd be interested to get your take on this. There's some rumblings on the Twitter streets that Seattle could package these picks – for a certain Houston Texans quarterback that's currently in trial right now, that wouldn't that be classic oh. Seahawks that don't care about character? They took Frank Clark once upon a time. He had domestic issues. They just they just said let's go get Russell Wilt, or let's go get Deshaun Watson. What are your thoughts on that?
0: That would be something. That would be something. Oh man, I've not. I haven't. I hadn't heard that. So that's uh, yeah. pretty remarkable. If they were to. <laughs> if they were to do that and somehow some way Deshaun Watson was able to touch the field in 2022 i wouldn't even know to, what to think to be there are, on,
1: there are ongoing threads there are twitter accounts um that are created for monitoring watson's like legal issues and ongoing trials and everything i just there are a lot of people who just truly believe he's not going to play football this year i happen to be one of those people i, I how could you how could you trade significant assets for a guy that you that could get suspended
0: I want to say I want to say I don't know if he'll ever play football again Mm -hmm. um and 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 hold true to that that's kind of how I feel right now because everything just seems so bleak but you never know you know guys have have overcome these types of things before because teams are so desperate to try and fill a position that they're willing to take a gamble on something and um you know you just never know so
1: My daughter's clearly very upset. She's a Closet Seahawks fan. Sean Marks uh, in the chat with the Super Chat, $1.99. K1 gave that green light. Think the deal is done. We're going to get to that, the de-scrubbing of Kyler Murray's Instagram. Uh, We're going to talk about that, Sean. Uh, Staying on the topic of of Seattle, uh, NFL AZ Cardinals says, Cardinals need to take advantage of this NFC West division. Let's pray. This front office can pull this together. At this point, just go ahead and sign K-1 and get this free agent market on the way. I I think today it was very much Russ is out. Let's get Kyler Murray back in. So let's get this extension done. Let's get good vibes around this team. Um, Let's free up some space. Let's free up some money. Because if you're thinking about a unified front now with a Hall of Fame quarterback exiting your division, and I know Matthew Stafford was great. But he's got one year on his resume. They've got a lot of big contracts. I mean, he, he they advance far in the postseason. We don't know what kind of toll that's going to take—the hangover effect. I just I feel like at the end of the day, this could set the Cardinals. This is why the Cardinals don't want to go into quarterback purgatory without Kyler Murray, because now in the NFC West, you're you're almost guaranteed to be in the mix now, entering the final couple weeks of the season by default. Because let's just assume Trey Lance needs a couple years to, to get settled. You've got four games next year against right now, Trey Lance and Drew Locke.
0: No, sign me up. Sign me yeah. up. Sign me up all day long. Love it. Love it. La- la- the NFC West got worse today. It did. It did. How much worse? We don't know because there's still plenty of time left for either team to really make a deal. Obviously the 49ers won't make a deal, but Seahawks might um to get a better quarterback or at least address that side of the ball. They can't possibly believe and drew luck for crying out loud. So, you know, who, who, who knows what's going to happen. Also, you know, the Rams, uh, you know, they want a title. We can't forget about the Rams. They still have everybody intact minus possibly Von Miller, because there's a lot of chatter in Bronco nation about the fact that Von Miller looks like he's probably going to come back to Denver. Um, so that's one less thing you have to worry about if you're the Cardinals and we'll talk about their own pass rushing needs uh, here at the end of the show for sure. But um, real quick, the other thing that we have to mention is yep. the fact that Seattle had a window of opportunity for about 4 or 5 years and they only came away with one Super Bowl championship got to another one and they should have won the second one but they <gasps> yes, didn't they should have they they but they didn't and when you're looking at a team like the Cardinals who have yep. a quarterback that right now is getting paid 5 million dollars a year and he wants his money you do have to address it, but address it in a way to where you could take advantage of really loading this roster up with a lot of talent to take advantage of another window that you possibly have, which is right now. The window right is right now because you have a viable number one receiver, one of the best of all time, um, playing wide out for you. You have a solid quarterback. Uh, yeah. and I know he disappeared in the playoffs in game one. We've seen that before, maybe not to that kind of frantic um, outcome a frantic outcome but we have seen it before Peyton Manning for instance his first playoff game not so hot you know what yeah. I mean like guys have had bad performances so how they rebound is a big deal the, the Cardinals window of opportunity in the NFC West is right now yep it, that's yeah. undisputable because you don't know what's going to happen here the next three or four years you don't know if the Seahawks are going to turn around and make some blockbuster trade at some point and get a quarterback in return you just never know so you got to take advantage of it right now.
1: At worst, they have the second-best quarterback in the division. I think a lot of us feel like when Kyler Murray is on his game, he is right there with Matthew Stafford, and I think his legs are a differentiator. The Cardinals swept the San Francisco 49ers last year. They won three out of their last four. They split in the regular season with, with you know the L.A. Rams, and we'll see what the Rams do. I mean, the Rams are the uh, are the Super Bowl champions. We can't dismiss them. But there are seven playoff spots for a reason now in the NFL. The San Francisco 49ers were in the NFC title game. This is why you have to keep your foot on the gas.
0: The other thing is, is we also can't forget this. Aaron Rodgers has signed a massive deal. Yes. Four years, 200 mil, allegedly, even though he denies it. That's 50 mil a year. So if you're if you're talking about Kyler Murray money, you know you're no, not coming anywhere near 50 mil a year. But you're going to be around 40, I would assume. Yeah, I yeah. think 40 is going to end up being the number. Personally, yep. I think a four- or five-year deal at 40 mil per, and then the guaranteed money is probably going to be over 100. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what I think Kyler will end up getting. Um, and I think right now you're paying a premium for, for a quarterback, uh, that position. On top of that, on top of that, yep. Tom Brady might not be coming back next year. So the Seahawks, who are perennial playoff contenders, Okay, the Bucks, who just went to the Super Bowl and won it and almost beat the Rams in a miraculous comeback this year, are going to be out of the picture. Uh, Listen, that's two less teams you got to worry about. Basically, the Cardinals, the Cardinals opportunity right here is massive.
1: It's huge because right now you would have to think in the landscape of the NFC, all the prominent young quarterbacks outside of a couple guys are in the AFC. That means that, and I think we, we agree, Saul, we've seen maybe the best from the Packers and they're going to be hamstrung now with this $50 million a year quarterback to Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, had to interject himself on Twitter uh, amongst all of this Russell Wilson drama. He just couldn't help himself. He's like, Hey guys, I'm here. I'm still here too. You know, my contract isn't $50 million a year. Okay. Aaron. Whatever. Literally
0: literally got an hour of shine. Yeah. And then that was it.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, say for Deshaun Watson trade, which, by the way, Deshaun Watson had his case presented to a grand jury on Friday. And from a statistical standpoint, this is from Dan Lust on Twitter. Grand juries tend to indict far more often than not. To the to that end, there's an expression among lawyers, a grand jury could indict, quote, a ham sandwich, which indicates big trouble for Deshaun Watson. So I think any Seattle folks out there who feel like Watson is coming to save them. Number one, they don't have the kind of capital that like a Philadelphia has with three ones alone this year. Seattle just recouped what they lost for Jamal Adams. It's not like they have now a robust amount of picks. They now basically are trying to wipe the clean slate for a complete rebuild. So I don't expect Watson in Seattle. Um, And we've got some people in the chat. Do you uh, NFL AZ Cardinals? Do you think the 49ers could get something similar in return from Jimmy G From the commanders or pit, no chance. I think the best they can do is probably a third. But you have to remember, Jimmy G is due twenty seven million dollars next year. Jimmy G just had soldier surgery,
0: soldier surgery, shoulder, shoulder surgery. surgery, Yes.
1: Is it team going to trade a premium pick and take on that kind of money when he can't pass a physical right now? The answer is no. Yeah. Right. So at the end of the day, you would assume. Some team is going to get desperate and give a third or a fourth, and that's it. I think the 49ers are going to have to eat some of that money. I think that if if a team – the closer – so we talked about this last week. The closer teams get to the draft, the closer they talk themselves into guys, whether it's the kid from Cincinnati or Kenny Pickett or the kid from Liberty, Malik, whomever. So the longer this goes – and I think Jimmy does get traded at some point in March – I just, the, the 49ers are not getting a haul. The 49ers would rather just get Jimmy G off their books completely, even if it's for a sixth or a seventh. They're not getting a premium asset for a quarterback that chose slow play this on purpose. I think because he wants to pick his team and not just be dealt anywhere. And the fact that he knows you cut me, I still get 7 million from you guys. So long story short, it just speaks to the fact that this quarterback market is one of the worst, if not the worst that I've seen in the past decade. There have always been competent options available in free agency in the draft. That's not the case this year. And for the Seahawks to willingly trade away a top five to seven franchise quarterback in his prime for pennies on the dollar, it's it will go down. I I'm, I have no problem saying this as one of the worst trades in NFL history. No 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 doubt in my mind.
0: I mean, listen, they didn't get three firsts, which is what the the going rate was for a premier quarterback. Um, yeah. They got two firsts and a couple seconds. Uh, We had been talking about, okay, what if what if the Cardinals did want to trade Kyler Murray or Kyler Murray demanded a trade? What could the Cardinals get in return? Uh, Right now, you have to believe three firsts has to be the number because you're talking about a younger.
1: Hey, (laughs) go ahead. So so Mina Kimes. So the Cardinals, Mina Kimes, Seahawks fan, employee for ESPN, the Cardinals Twitter account tweeted at Mina Kimes and said, you good. Mina Kimes subtweeted that with a picture of Kyler Murray playing baseball. Okay. Kyler Murray just subtweeted that with laughing, crying emojis saying, stop it. How about that?
0: <laughs> so Kyler was defending the Cardinals.
1: Yes. Which leads us into our next segment. But before wait, we wait, get to that- wait, 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 before,
0: wait. Before you get into our next segment, we yeah. have breaking news. We have live footage of Johnny coming back from Indianapolis uh, right now. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there he is. Uh, there is Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Hey. There you go, buddy. There's that Johnny. I not
1: even be me. You Couldn't even see my face. All right. Uh, <laughs> I want to remind everybody. Uh, we got we got folks on the ground in Vegas, ready to feel the excitement of the conference championships like never before. Turn your team's victory into your own big win with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. New customers can bet five dollars on any team to win their game and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays, combine multiple bets from the same game for an even bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team. And to win their game, get $200 in free bets. Uh and if they win, you win. Using that promo code PHNX, 21 and over, Arizona-only gambling problem. Call one 800 next steps new customers only, $5 minimum deposit, eligibility, restriction supply, DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. So let's talk about what I thought we were going to start the show with today, which is the de-scrubbing of Kyler Murray sweeping baby Kyler's Instagram page, which is now back, back in action, ready to – look at that, gorgeous – Got his Arizona Cardinal, well, the uniforms we say that for another day. but he, he's repping the birds, Saul. You love to see it,
0: it. it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's all back. It's all happy Kumbaya or yep. at least that what we thought. Also, can I just say something? You know, i I, I had a lot of a lot of fire in my gut this morning. Uh, it wasn't because of the tacos they ate last night. It was because Ooh. I just couldn't help but think, when he had scrubbed his account officially or the first time and everybody jumped on you about the fact that you had put it out there that he had done that you didn't say that he deleted everything cardinals you didn't say any of that stuff he just deleted you just said he scrubbed it and that's what he did um and you didn't say that he unfollowed the team you never said that other people said that you never said that um and and I want to go back to that because Listen, when we see things, we're gonna put them out there. Like it's not, it's not, you know, we're not trying to be TMZ. We're not trying to be, you know, some some you know clickbaity thing. No, it's a absolute observation that ended up being something national. <laughs> and then like people were like, Oh, you're jumping to conclusions if you think this is about a contract or that Kyler's unhappy or blah blah blah. And then Every single reporter, Albert Breer, uh, Ian Rappaport, coming out talking about Kyler wants a contract before the draft. Like, that's what this is all about. He's unhappy because he wants his money, and here we are. Like, bro.
1: I appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words, and uh, to Tyler's point, I – I did not start it. Uh, I just made an observation. Other people made the same obver- observation. He still does not, by the way, follow the Cardinals. I checked this morning on Twitter or Instagram, but I didn't want to tweet that out. I didn't want to be negative
0: you on a day to like today.
1: <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Don't dance uh, on their grave. I'm not that guy. Uh, I I, think... I just
0: want everybody that was dog trashing you Dude. to just hey, be a man, be a man or a woman, or a step woman. up and say you were wrong. Say, all right, my bad. Had this wrong. That's all. Yeah, I want. I'm
1: sure. I'm sure all those people are gonna line up. Uh, <laughs> Josh Hunt, the observation was legitimate. Beg for qu- uh, questions regardless. Thank you. And you know what? It goes to to the fact that it's it's a larger point I've made on Kyler Murray, like the last two years. It has very much felt like he is dating this franchise and not committing, like he is just kind of testing the waters a little yeah. bit with this organization, and that's okay. But that from the start, it felt like he had all the power in the relationship because he was courted here. Um, the Cardinals ditched Josh Murley and the, you know, drop a drop of a hat to bring him on. They brought a college, Josh, quarter, Rosen. Josh yeah. Rosen. I'm sorry. They brought a college head coach to come tailor the offense for him. And, you know, and they're kind of dealing with that right now, being, that's being, fine. being overly giving to him. And so yeah, he's yeah. taking advantage.
0: Yeah, it's, it's absolutely fine. Like, it, it, listen, the Cardinals did what they thought they needed to do at first. Okay. Yeah. Now you've kind of, you've made your bed. You got to sleep in it. Now you got to find a happy medium to make him happy, but also do what's best for your franchise. And yeah. You can't have your star quarterback and possibly the future of your franchise for the next decade. Mm-hmm. Um, being like in, in this role during the summer, a, a source of distraction in a negative yeah. way. You know what I mean? And that's what he is right now, whether you like it or not, it's true. And yep. I think, I think they're going to take care of things. I don't know if it'll be before the draft. But I think they're going to take care of things because they're going to build a team around him that's mm-hmm. going to make him happy, yep. make him feel you know nice, warm and fuzzy, make him feel like he's protected, <clears throat> yep. offensive line, and uh, and and he'll he'll come around. Everybody will be happy. And you know what? The fact that he just defended the Cardinals on social media, the Mina Kimes, a beautiful. I love thing. it. I love it. That's you know what that when you know what we call that? We call that growth.
1: Yeah, that's right. Oh, I love this comment from Jacob. Kyler Murray needs a Mr. Miyagi. Well, they just gave Cliff Kingsbury an extension that if, if that's going to be anybody, it needs to be uh, Mr. Paradise Valley himself, Cliff Kingsbury, to, to come in <laughs> and and to elevate Kyler Murray into that next level that we all know he can be and aspire to be. And now he gets to play Drew Locke twice a year in this trash Seahawks team that he can pad his stats against, which is great. Um, so uh, this this organization is going nowhere without Kyler Murray. I firmly believe that. There is no trade, as you can see today, from poverty Seattle that you are going to get anything close to return for franchise quarterback. Kyler Murray, 24, 25 years old. I think 24. Uh, Russell Wilson's 33. I mean, we should just now be eclipsing or entering Kyler Murray's prime years, his peak years, for the next five to seven years, assuming he can stay healthy. You can't put a price on that. The Packers just gave Aaron Rodgers $50 million a year, And he's approaching 40 years old. The Cardinals have have to be smart. I believe they are being smart. They are going to get a contract done that works for both parties. And then hopefully, Saul, you look at it in two to three years and you're saying to yourself, shit now, we've got a quarterback who's top five to seven and we're paying him under market value. We feel really good about that. Or if you're like the L.A. Rams and you win a Super Bowl with a quarterback making under market money and you have to pay him after the fact, that's a good problem to have. Pay Kyler Murray all the money he wants and more when and if the Cardinals make the playoffs, win playoff games, get to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, bring a Super Bowl to this franchise that has never never won one. That, that To me, this is a table setter deal that I think will, will do both parties well eventually when it gets done. I believe it will get done. I'm not even going to talk about Albert Breer, his, com- his comments uh, in the MMQB. I believe yesterday when it talked about this could get worse before it could get better. I think it's already got 24 hours later. Instagram's back up and running, defending the Cardinals on Twitter. I do think Saul, he has felt a little bit of heat about public perception of him now. When in reality, I think initially when all this happened, I think most people, he thought Nashley would come to his defense saying yep Kyler Murray he needs he needs his money let's go and I feel like Cardinal fans we feel that way but he he's gotten dragged through the coals a little bit I'm sure he's like okay let me make this right
0: well there's a lot of a lot of people that were pro Kyler Murray at the beginning of all this that kind of saw this kind of turn a little bit and yeah. have now gone the other way and felt anti-Kyler Murray like this is not what you want your franchise quarterback to be doing yeah. um and and you and I talked about this last week at the combine about how like who the fuck is his PR team? Dude, yeah. what are you dudes doing right now? Like, yep. you're, com- you're a complete disaster. Like, I don't know who his PR team is, but not good. Not good no. at all. Like, they need to be much better. There was a way that they could have constructed this and gone about this entire thing that kept Kyler in a positive light mm-hmm. in the, within the fan base and still been able to work a deal with the Cardinals without trying to just burn the earth. Like that's what they tried to do right now. And they thought they were going to pressure the Cardinals into doing whatever they thought they were going to pressure the Cardinals into. And, and Michael Bidwell just doesn't operate like that. He's not going to be forced to do something like he just isn't. And if you try to come at him kind of sideways, it's not going to work out for you. And so I think Kyler's Kyler's lucky that he's the quarterback. Cause if he was any other position, I think we would be talking about a trade for sure.
1: And I think Michael Bidwell knows that his bread is going to be buttered and vice versa by a 24-year-old first overall pick superstar quarterback. And you can see, and we talked about it before, it's not about going all in. You want to maximize the prime years of his career and be relevant and make money. That's that's a big part of this. Now, I, I, don't, bel- uh, I don't disagree with the comments that Michael Bidwell wants to win a championship, of course, but part of that is just getting to the playoffs. And the Cardinals having Kyler Murray every year healthy You're going to be a contender if he plays the way we expect him to play, if his skills are not diminishing. Right. Every year, Kyler Murray is under contract, and we believe he's on the same level as Russell Wilson right now. The Seahawks were competitive every year, had deep playoff runs every year because of one person, number 12 in Seattle. And that's why now they're going to go into irrelevance. They don't have a franchise quarterback anymore. So. Tyler says already a top three quarterback in the NFC. I would agree with that. I would think in the in the grand scheme of things, you have to put Stafford in that category and you have to put Rodgers. But I I think Kyler Murray is right there. I mean, you look at w- what's in the NFC South right now. Nothing in New Orleans, nothing in Carolina, <laughs> nothing in Atlanta, nothing in Tampa. I mean, I, I think he's better than any quarterback in the NFC East, which includes Dak Prescott and, and Jalen Hurts. And I think he's better... Than all the other contenders, or excuse me, the pretenders in the NFC North outside of Rodgers, and then his own division. He is a a top three. That's a good point. Tyler, he's a top three quarterback in the NFC, unquestionably.
0: Yeah. Listen, he's going to give you a chance to win every single game. Yep. Tyler Murray gives you a chance to win every single game, and he's going to learn from his flaws. He's going to learn from his F-ups this year. Yeah. And I truly believe that he will improve. I think this year probably taught him more than the last two years combined because I feel like this year the pressure – that was on him when he came back from injury, knowing that this team was 10 and two, they were in line for a number one seed. They had a lot of stuff riding on it and they fell apart and they fell apart in the first game of the playoffs. I think he learned tremendously from those experiences. And as much as we want to dog on him for those performances, I think he will be stronger and better for it moving forward. And I do believe that Kyler, Murray will be a franchise quarterback and the type of franchise quarterback you're going to want around for, you know, like I said, the next five year five to 10 years. I think he's also going to learn from this situation itself that you can't take things personally when it comes to contract negotiations in the NFL. I think he understands that. I think he will understand that at least. Um, and when a deal gets done, he'll feel better. Yeah. Everybody will feel good and everybody can have a drink and relax and all will be right in the world.
1: Yes, and speaking of feeling good, our next partner has a product I literally use every day. Uh, I started taking Athletic Greens because, you know, I wanted better gut health. I wanted more energy. And, guys, with one delicious group of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole, full-source superfoods, probiotics, all that good stuff. It's a no-brainer. It supports better sleep quality uh, and recovery. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. And it costs oh just God. less than three dollars a day. Uh, plus you're investing in your health, which is a great thing. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel oh packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/slash cardinals. And then you're feeling good with a- athletic greens and you're looking good via the PHNX. Merchandise Locker, phnxlocker.com. You can sport one of these awesome tees, one of the PHNX Cardinal tees. Stop, I'm trying to do my reads. This is a professional show. Uh, I put up an article yesterday, or excuse me, this morning. You should read it, gophnx.com, talking about the three internal priorities the Cardinals need to take care of ahead of free agency. They need to free up some money, they need to trade a certain wide receiver, and they need to extend a certain quarterback. If that's not the ultimate tease, I don't know what is. All right, so a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are saying, give me a new co-host. A lot of people are saying in the chat, Tyler Lockett's getting traded, blah, blah, blah. Well, I haven't seen that yet. So if, if people want to break news here, that's great. I, I, I'm i trying to scroll through Twitter. I haven't seen that. Speaking of receivers, Saul, earlier today, Mike Williams, LA Chargers, three years, $60 million, $20 million a year. So he's off the board. But there is a robust group There's a robust group of of free agent wide receivers. A lot of people expect the Cardinals to dabble in that market. We have a graphic here showing some of the notable ones that the Cardinals could sniff around. I show you this list. Who stands out to you as a good fit in the desert?
0: Uh, The first one that stands out is Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is the first one that stands out. Um, Obviously, uh, he's, he's the number one receiver on most teams. Um, and, uh, I just like what he brings to the table, uh, outside of that, um, Alan Robinson's good, you know, no, nobody really like is like, wow, on this list outside of yeah. Amari Cooper to me. So
1: I would say to me on this list, it's clear the halves are Amari Cooper and Alan Robinson. And then there's a big drop off and you get a lot of guys with injury concerns, your older players, of course, like T Y Hilton and AJ green. Listen, guys, Christian Kirk is going to get 14, million, 15 million dollars a year. When Mike Williams, who is he's a nice player, he's not an elite level player, he's not Amari Cooper, is getting $20 million a year. I think that tells you the wide receiver market is going to be robust. And I would not be surprised if the Cardinals are priced out because of it. I would not be surprised if they had to trade for somebody or if they just went straight to the draft. Because a lot of people on Twitter are saying, well, you can't trade for Amari Cooper because he makes $20 million a year. The hell you can't now that Mike Williams is getting $20 million a year. You know, Amari Cooper wants to hit that market. He will get that, plus because he is a damn fine receiver. I believe he's better than Mike Williams. He's a little bit older. Mike Williams is a little, a little bit too inconsistent for me. So, I Mark in the chat says Will Fuller on a one-year cheap deal. I was all in on Will Fuller last year, Mark, and then he came out and had a horrific season with Miami. Was active for like one game. So, as much as he and Hopkins no, you are in Miami, yeah, he was in Miami last year.
0: I know, but you said Miami, like. Tua is awful.
1: Well, I think he was injured though. I don't think it was no shows on the field. I think he just he wasn't healthy to play.
0: I like Will Fuller. I, I think he would be a nice second or third option. Um, oh yeah, on the cheap.
1: I'm not paying him anything, oh, and yeah. I think he and Hopkins have a good rapport. Amari is not that dude. Can't even finish the season, says Frank Sanders. Okay, Frank. He had a, he had a, a he had a good playoff game against the Niners. Had a touchdown. I think he might have had two touchdowns. That. Who was doing that for the Cardinals in the playoff game against the Rams? How about Christian? How about Christian Kirk? Alligator arm in that bomb from Kyler Murray. Mm. AJ Green, the corpse mm. of AJ Green out there running around.
0: Mm-mm. The only
1: the only reliable receiver they had was Zach Ertz, who by the way I think they'll resign.
0: Mark Cooper looks looks just well. Fine. They better resign Zach Ertz because there's not a lot of options now on the free agent market after Jacek he just uh, signed a deal. So yeah. or he just uh, franchise tagged, I think, right?
1: Alan Lazard is, yes, he, franchise tag, is an all-around player, uh, blocks in the running game, good uh, catcher, also at ATDs. I just, I'm worried about the Rodgers inflation factor of, of how good he is actually. Um, if I can't, Saul, this is my opinion, if I can't get a top guy for a premium price like Amari Cooper, and if I, no Will Fuller is going to prevent me from drafting, a, a you know, somebody at 23, the only way I'm not taking a receiver in this draft is if I get a premium receiver in free agency.
0: Agreed, agreed.
1: Agree with that. Yeah. Teddy Jennings. What about Treadwell? Ah, uh, so fun fact. I watched Treadwell play in his last high school game, and it was a man among boys. And I was convinced he was going to be elite. Uh, he he was not. Uh, he was great. I think he went to Ole Miss uh, yeah. and has been a bust in the NFL. Uh, Ninjoku was tagged. What's the deal with Gronk? Cards have high odds to land him. I think that would be really disrespectful to Zach Ertz.
0: Yeah. Also, Gronk coming here would be just like Todd Heap coming here in his last season or two. It's just, it, Darrell what's, the, what's the point here? You know what I mean? It's just, no, just move along.
1: Zach Ertz wants to be here, is younger than Gronk. Zach Ertz had 81 targets in 11 games with the Cardinals. He was the most targeted tight end in the NFL when the Cardinals acquired him. He 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 has a great rapport with Kyler Murray. He had over 500 yards in 11 games. I will make a prediction right now. So if if they re-sign him and he's back next year, he will break every single season, uh, single season receiving record for tight ends in Cardinal franchise history. For next year, he will eclipse yards. He will eclipse touchdowns, receptions. That that speaks to how bad they've been at that position. I mean, so, the bar
0: is the floor for sure.
1: It is. It's the lowest it can possibly be. So. Maybe we should put a big fat asterisk on that graphic we have and just say, you know what, it should be really Zach Ertz atop that list. But I do think he'll be their top priority. And I, as a result, I think we—if you have not already prepared yourself for AJ Green and Christian Kirk to leave as free agents, prepare yourself because they gone. They
0: gone. Good, good. And let, let's talk about what everybody really wants to talk about right now. Okay. About the, the the nice little move that just happened over in Tennessee that could affect the Cardinals. Okay. Harold Landry, yeah. not getting franchise tagged, one yep. of the elite pass rushers in the NFL, 25 mm-hmm. years old. Yep. You know, everybody's clamoring for Hassan Reddick because that's what they know. Yep. But uh, I, I'll tell you what, Harold Landry is a beast off the edge. And if the Cardinals were uh, smart, they'd at least make the phone call to see uh, what Harold is going to require on his end, because I'm shocked that the Tennessee Titans did not franchise tag him.
1: I think the Cardinals can get younger and more athletic at outside linebacker by allowing Chandler Jones to walk. I think a team that has not paid attention to a Landry or Hassan Reddick uh, and is said gets caught up in the the, the prior work of, of Chandler Jones is going to get duped into a lofty contract. But uh, Landry, twelve and a, twelve sacks this season, he was a former, I believe, second round pick in twenty eighteen out of out of Boston College the Cardinals took once upon a time Zach Allen out of Boston College they they likely scouted Landry let's see it really comes down to you know does he fit the scheme for Vance Joseph the problem is for a lot of people is you know Devon Kennard fit Vance Joseph's scheme and it wasn't a good fit on the field he never played I expect him and Jordan Phillips to be released you got to make sure with Vance like is he your guy a lot of people have been asking us all, you know, is Vance Joseph extended? I have not heard that he got a contract extension. So you could make an argument, well, you're not bringing guys in to support Lance or Vance because he may not be here. I, I just feel like everybody needs to be on the same page with the free agents that you bring in. If you pay Landry a premium, if you pay Reddick a premium, Reddick I'm not concerned about, but Landry, he needs to come in and and be put in a position to succeed right away. No, no more rotational bullshit.
0: Oh, agreed. And plus, you're not paying him what you paid Devon Kennard. You're going to pay him more. And I will tell you this right now. Michael Bidwell will sprint from the owner's box if this dude sits more than half the game and fire Vance Joseph on the spot, on the field, if that should happen. Like, there is no excuse. And I think that's, honestly, that's that's probably the reason why Vance Joseph has not gotten extended, at least not here, because A, they probably thought he was going to be gone by now. Uh, yeah. because he had some interviews this year in the offseason for a head coaching position. But on top of that, the player development thing is a real thing. It's real. like, And you haven't seen that from your last two first-round picks. You need to see more, and the hesitancy for him to use new pieces in his defense is concerning. Like, You have to be able to use the pieces that you have or at least construct a scheme that takes advantage of their strengths better than what you have done, especially in the second half of seasons.
1: NFL AZ Cardinals, we need to fix the interior offensive line before we talk defense. Well, the problem with that is there's not good options in free agency for interior offensive line. The best of the ball is Brandon Sheriff. He's older, approaching 30. I think the interior offensive line gets fixed in the draft, whereas I think you can get a a bona fide stud edge rusher in free agency, and the Cardinals need to be in that market. They need to come out of free agency because we're all assuming here we are a week away right now from Chandler Jones leaving. Chandler Jones will probably be one of the first free agents that is signed. Prepare yourself for that, whether it's Miami or Jacksonville or whomever wants to overpay him. The Cardinals oh, then still? need, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, really? yep. He'll get a three-year deal, probably like sixty million. Okay, so free
0: agency minutes. starts next next Tuesday, correct?
1: Uh, well, it starts next Monday. Tampering period with a leak out. He plans to sign, but it starts technically on Wednesday, but it's, we're okay. going to know players. The Cardinals are going to sign a week from today.
0: And you're saying you think by Wednesday, he will have a deal in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think that I, 100% I will say that. he will not have a deal okay. until at least Friday.
1: I think he's going to be one of the first people that comes out of the gate, gets his money, takes his money and runs. He's got his championship. His legacy is intact. I it's just think that he thinks he's going
0: to, Yeah, I I just think that he thinks he's a lot more elite than he actually is. And the money is not going to reflect that in the open market. And he's going to wait.
1: Cardinals update. I agree with you. He probably does have a deal done right now, probably with his buddy, Brunston Buckner, who we saw at the combine uh, last week, probably in Jacksonville.
0: Go, go, hey, go enjoy Jacksonville, buddy. <laughs> Hope you like that dirty water on the East coast. <laughs> All right. The uh, uh,
1: I, uh, <laughs> I, the Cardinals have to get a they can't exit free agency with just Marcus golden they have to do better on the edge. Uh, poor Chandler being sent to the doghouse Chandler be fine he's getting his money. Um, but I, I do think it's a good point to to mention that you know the, the Cardinals had sideways negotiations with both Patrick Peterson and Chandler Jones. They need this Kyler Murray thing to subdue a little bit. This has been ugly this has been in the public they they need to they need this to go away. And so they can focus on other things. And this is going to hang over them until it does.
0: I, I would normally agree with you, but because there's nothing really going on right now, there's no sense of urgency, in my opinion. Like, okay. it's almost like out of sight, out of mind. And, you know, we'll talk and we'll have conversations and, you know, shit's going to leak out there into the press about this, that, and the other. But I'm not concerned. Like, I got other priorities I got to think about right now besides Kyler Murray. And if I'm Steve Kime, I'm worried about that, sure. But I, I've got some other things I need to, I need to get you know, right. And make sure that we shore up. And that's what my focus is right now. We listen, GMs understand because they have great financial people in the house that understand the constructs of their, each contract, what they can free up, what they can't free up. You and I kind of talked about that a little bit last week in terms of who they can cut to free up, I think 25 plus million dollars under the cap. Th- this is something that they already know. They already know yeah. how to play these games. Uh, and so they they understand that when they construct these deals, they're gonna have a little they're gonna have a little sliver of the pie that's set aside for Kyler and and they're gonna hope that they don't reach the max of that sliver, but they're anticipating that they might have to at some point. So, um I think forty to forty five mil per year is is what the sliver will be. and they're hoping that they come come in in that forty mark, maybe even a little bit less. I doubt that's gonna happen. But um, but they'll they'll be ready to go with that in mind when they attack free agency starting Monday.
1: Do you think he gets extended before the draft?
0: Um, no.
1: Damn. So that means he's got. They're going to trot him around. Or he's going to make appearances publicly because I think I think a deal's already done. I, I don't I don't think that everything's been ironed out. Why, if you're Kyler Marie, if you've dug in this far, are you re-emerging on social media, subtweeting, support of the Cardinals?
0: You think he's happening? You, you, you think something I think, happened? I
1: think something happened. Why would – you've dug in – that statement last Monday was the point of no return. What if he put I all that stuff up there money. and
0: he fired his agent today? <laughs> well, we would know that
1: here pretty soon. I, I think a couple things helped him. The Cliff and Kime extension – you don't go all in with those two unless Kyler Murray's a part of it. You don't think Michael Bidwell knew because this, this trade has been in the works for with Seattle going to Denver for a couple weeks now. They said that. It's been in the works, talking about since January. Kyman Cliff and Michael Bidwell knew of this at the Combine last week. You don't think they looked to themselves and said, we we had to get our quarterback happy and locked up so we can run this division? Of course they did. I believe firmly <laughs> That they have had enough positive talks with with regard to a contract, and probably have a number in mind. And Kyler Murray, everybody, take a deep breath. We want to unify. we want a unified front for free agency in the draft with our fans, hundred percent. You, Kyler Murray, everything has been calculated. You said it yourself. This entire process, the scrub, the pushback, everything is because he wants his money. And now suddenly, everything's fine. Everything's fine because negotiations. I think are about to come come to a head. I think that I think they have a number in mind and they're going to hit it. I would be shocked if it took to the draft.
0: All right. If you say so.
1: Yeah, I do say so. I also say children five or older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the the disease. It is safe, free and highly effective and COVID-19 vaccines are available throughout Arizona Visit slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. Bees says it would be nice as a Cardinal fan to have the organization go into the offseason and extend players methodically. No drama, that would be no nice.
0: That would be nice.
1: That's not Kyler, though. Ky- Kyler ain't low key, man. I'm I mean, he's low key a lot of like ways, you, but. My boy. <laughs> Any final thoughts as we wrap up a a very eventful celebratory day as Russell Wilson finally exits the NFC West?
0: No, uh, enjoy it. Denver Bronco fans, uh, you know, our peeps in DMVR had a, had a podcast earlier today, an emergency pod and, had yeah, something like two thousand people watching. Uh, that's how in- in- insane it is over there right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have about fifty. Uh, hey, I love all of you. Yeah, here. yeah it was, it's fantastic. These are the hardcore guys. I, I the hardcore peeps uh, that that love us, and we appreciate you so much. But yeah, they had they had a slew of people doing that, and uh, and so they're pretty hyped up. We are hyped up because now we don't have to worry about the Wicked Witch of the West anymore. So that's fantastic. Uh, the Rams. Will continue to flounder and, and uh, hopefully Matthew Stafford will get injured like he always is every single year uh, next next season. And we will have the best quarterback in the NFC. There's a legit possibility, if things go great, that the Arizona Cardinals have the best quarterback in the NFC next year. Let's fucking mm. go.
1: Let's go. Diego says, Are You guys doing a mock draft? I've got one up right now. It's pre combine at gophnx.com. Uh, become a member, 50 cents for the first month, eight ninety nine for the subsequent months. I will have another one out here soon. I like to do one after the wait, first wave of free agency uh, to kind of depict where teams may go now that some holes are filled. So, Mark, you were speaking to the choir, my man. Maybe this is all just a big elaborate ploy for Kyler Murray to walk out on stage at State Farm Stadium here in about a week with a contract in one hand and a fresh new uni in the other hand. Oh my god, shoot so, me to the moon and back. Can, can
0: we can we can we talk about this for a second? Why do they feel the need to parade players on like these these long runway stages in their uniform without pads on? Like it just is so like it's not it's not it's kind of off-putting.
1: I think that it's form fitting and and players want to want to show what they got going on. I don't
0: I don't think they do though. I think they're told that they have to do that. I don't like know. Kyler Murray doesn't want to do that.
1: Kyler Murray will do anything for 40 million, I bet. You give Kyler Miller 40 million dollars, he'll walk out on stage shirtless, probably. He'll do whatever. <laughs> we didn't even talk about how he was at Coach K's last game at Cameron or Camden or whatever the hell it's called. It looked like by himself, uh, poor little guy. Just, you know, in his fields, it was sad seeing that on
0: TV. It wasn't sad. He's a millionaire, and he's out there having a good time, living his best life. He he did not look like he was having fun at all. Listen, I I don't know about you, uh, Johnny Extrovert, but introverts love to be by themselves. And so, like, if I ever had millions of dollars, I I always tell my wife this all the time. Like, outside of her now, obviously, if I ever won the lotto, motherfuckers would never see me again i would go hide somewhere on some island forever i would disconnect all my phones i would never be on social media like i want to be by myself
1: <laughs> share the wealth all right share the wealth a little bit uh tyler murray i hope you that get a you private
0: have- invite every now and you- then
1: thank you i appreciate that i appreciate all of you as does Saul here on this phenomenal tuesday here in march we are gearing up for NFL free agency, I want to remind everybody, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. On top of that, we will have breaking news as it comes to you. Cardinals sign a player, boom, we're live. You can expect that from now until the NFL draft. Emergency pods are a real thing, and we want to welcome you all along for the ride here at PHNX Cardinals. Saul, it's been a fun Tuesday as we dance on the grave of the Seattle Seahawks.
0: Absolutely. Dance, dance. Play my little puppets. Let's go
1: see you tomorrow.